Mac. SFM 104-107, thank you, Sikkim Gabadeli. But right now, time for Sport on a Monday. It's just got on 6.30. This is uh, SFM South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Dwayne DeLocker. This is the PSL radio show, Segun Jala. We've got a very busy show for you tonight, including chats with, amongst others, head coach of Maritzburg United, Manlin Ghazi. We're going to be, going to be chatting as well to uh, assistant coach of Mamalodi Sundowns, Mangwangmeti. We'll also be catching up with Gavin Hunt. Head coach of Bidvistwitz. We'll talk to Orlando Pirates superstar in Tabo Rachal, the man that scored that wonder goal against Faxi, but also part of the victorious Pirates side in the Carling Black Label Cup this weekend. We get straight into your sports news, though, starting off with Cameron van der Berg, who won silver in the men's 100-meter breaststroke at the FINA World Championships in Kazan today. 55-59, he posted just seven hundredths of a second behind British world record holder Adam Peaty. Football news, the 2015-2016 season starts uh, tomorrow at 7.30 as Pirates host I. Cape Town and Bidvestwitz host Supersport United in the MTN8 quarterfinals. Ajax uh, returned to the competition for the first time in five seasons, but will be without injured striker Nathan Pulser. Pirates, meanwhile, have injury concerns for a number of players, including Tavo Maklaba, Tamsang Rabuza, Kermit Erasmus, and Roy Mahamuta. Clever boys playing in their uh, MTN8 for the third consecutive season after finishing third in the Amsterdam Premiership last season, but they play a Supersport United side, coached by Gordon Niggerson, who's already won the competition twice. Sad news, uh, centre Francois Stain has been released from Springbok's squad following the death of his brother. His brother wouldn't be reported he committed suicide on the family farm in Bethlehem uh, early this morning. Argentina making a great deal of changes to their uh, squads, no fewer than nine. The eight of their starters from the 34-9 loss to Australia for their rugby championship test against South Africa in Durban. Host of players have been dropped owing to ill performance, but uh, ninth change is injury-induced. Tight head prop Ramiro Herrera has had to undergo knee surgery after the loss to the Wallabies in Mendoza. That's your sport. SFM 104- to 107. Let's talk about Orlando Pirates winning the Carling Black Label Cup on Saturday but they start their MTN8 campaign tomorrow then they host CS Faxian in the Cap Confederations Cup on Saturday. Then they begin their ABSA Premiership campaign against Supersport United away from home on Tuesday. It really is a grueling patch for the Buccaneers but let's chat to uh, one of the men who's been uh, most eye-catching and captivating in his performances for the Buccaneers in recent times. It's Tabo Rajale who joins us on the line. Tabo, thanks for joining us. Hello. Uh, how's it, bro? Thank you. And um, good uh, evening to the listeners. Thank you. Uh, let's first st- start off by talking about the Carling Black Label Cup. I mean, obviously uh, delighted that you've, you've won it, but what positives did, did Pirates take out of the game as as a test against Chiefs? Um, I mean, uh, I think uh, everyone knows that uh, there's no friendly game between Pirates and Chiefs. And that's what the coach has been telling us, that uh, we should win the game and continue with our winning momentum. I think the other concern, though, uh, outside of the Carling Black Label Cup, uh, I, don't, I didn't want to start on a negative specifically, though, was the injury concern, because uh, obviously injuries have now gotten lengthier, and when you look ahead, you start your MTN8 campaign tomorrow. Just how much of the injuries ravaged your squad? Um, I think it's a deep concern for us and for the coach. But uh, he has told us that uh, whoever is not playing, we should be ready. I think uh, he was, um, uh, how can I put it, like, I think he knew like, such things would come. I mean, some guys, like, the legs are tired now, they're catching fatigue. And like he said, everyone who's on the sideline should be ready for this time. It's great to, to see Eric Tickler, you know, keeping faith with all of the players in this squad. But if I can ask you on that note, I mean, there was a period when you were warming the bench after you'd made your way back to Pirates from Puruguay City and you were being used sometimes as an impact player. 
but now you're a first-team starter. You're a regular first-11 player. Uh, how did you cope with that frustration on the bench? Or did you just wait for your, your opportunity? Um, I wouldn't say I was frustrated as such, but, I mean, I'm competing with good players, and everyone was telling me that I should be patient and keep on working hard. Even the coach was telling me the same thing. Even the previous coach um, mentioned me that, uh, like, one day I'll get a chance and I should make use of it. And so far I'm happy with my progress. Talk about your progress then. How much did your time at Bulawayo City actually prepare you for what awaited you at Orlando Pirates and, and of course, the, the level you're now playing at, playing continentally as well? Um, I spent one season there in Bulawayo and I should say, like, I didn't know it, it was my first time being in the Premier League. Okay, let's talk about the uh, the big matches coming up. Aside from the MTNH, you've obviously got the CS Faction return uh, tie. You host them this coming weekend. Uh, but if I can ask you about the win away from home, that goal that you scored, just tell me about it. You dispossess the player just inside the halfway line. You take it forward. You see the keeper off his line. You chip him. You score a sensational collector's item of a goal. Take us through that moment. Um, it, it goes back to like um, the quick transition that the coaches always talk about. Um, like the moment you win the ball, like how quick are you when you are safe? And I can say that I was quick enough like to leave the guy that was like I won the ball from. And seeing that the goalkeeper like he was out of his line, um, what can I say? I just managed to pull it uh, in the back of the net. But, I mean, most impressively for Pirates, aside from how spectacular your goal was, is that you got another three points away from home. And after, after Jelle's winner against Leopards, uh, Pirates six points out of six away from home. But then you capitulated to Zamalek at home. I mean, do, do you feel less pressure playing away from home, perhaps? No, it's not about um, uh, like being under pressure playing away from home. But, I mean, even the Zamalek game, which they won, I just think... We lost a bit of concentration towards the end of the game, and they punished us for our mistakes. Let's talk about the league season uh, coming up as well. I mean, your absolute premiership campaign starts next Tuesday against Supersport United away from home. Obviously, Pirates haven't won the league in three years, but there's a desire and there's a belief that this squad can go on and win it. Do, do, do you believe that you've got the right squad here, the right coaching staff? You've got the right combination to go on and win the league title this season? Yeah, with the team that we have, um, I mean, everyone is giving his best, and we have one goal to like to win silverware this season, and winning the league is one of our main objectives. And I think um, even the coach believes in us, and um, I mean, if all of us can give our best, we can do like we can go all the way to this season. Talking about you personally, though, what sort of aims or goals have you set for yourself this uh, coming campaign? Uh, personally, um, getting more game time, like, um, it's my main goal at the moment. And from there, I'll take it. Like, I'll take it as it comes. Do you have any further ambitions to, to, to uh, be a more regular Bafana Bafana player, for example? Uh, do you have any idea of how many goals you'd like to score or nothing like that? Uh, no, I don't want to put myself on about I mean... If I play well for my team, then whatever comes up, I will be bonus. 
fair enough. But you've got a grueling schedule. I mean, I went through it. In, in, in 10 days, you play four different competitions, Black Label Cup, MTN8, uh, APSA Premiership, and uh, Confed Cup. D- do, you, do you prefer that busy, hectic schedule, or do you prefer a little bit of rest time between? Uh, it's a hectic schedule for us, but, I mean, the coach so far has managed to prepare a program that will give us rest uh, during this game. As long as you guys manage to get some rest, because you've got some serious travel uh, ahead of you as well. But Tabo Rakhale, thank you very much for your time this evening, and best of luck uh, as you start your MTN8 campaign, and indeed over the weekend against Faction, and indeed on Tuesday when you start your Absolute Premiership campaign. Thank you, Ed, my brother. Of course, on uh, SFM 104-107, talking MTN 8 in large part on tonight's show because uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, MTN 8 action is uh, well underway. Quarterfinals, and as fate would have it, Maritzburg United have been drawn against Chiefs in their MTN 8 because the uh, former head of Maritzburg United, Steve Kumpela, is now head coach of Kaiser Chiefs. But the new head coach of the team of choice is Manda Ngazi, who is uh, Steve Kumpela's assistant coach for some time, and he's uh, on the line. Manda, thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for having me on your show. I've got to ask you, uh, I should congratulate you on, on being announced as head coach, but how does it feel to be leading Maritzburg United into their uh, first MTN8 tournament and then doing it against your, your former mentor? Hey, I, I had to enjoy for only five minutes the, the announcement. After that, it's hell. Uh, no, my brother, it's challenges of the job. Uh, when you play for rain, it goes with mud and you must have an umbrella. Preparations have gone well. Uh, we went into camp uh, for two weeks. We have played training matches, and I think it was good that while I was announced as a had to go to camp because at least I could transform myself and what I want to see in the team in that short space of time, while not uh, uh, overlooking the fact that a great man had left the club, Steve Compella. Uh, we're there, we're there. Um, looking at the training matches that we have played, we won the two places in friendly tournaments in the province, the Premier Cup, Utuvela, Mayoral Cup. But those are only signs. Uh, the big one is on Wednesday against the Pompeii. Yeah, that's going to be a big one indeed. But let's talk about your, your technical team. Now, obviously, this has changed. Uh, you were assistant coach to Steve Corbella. Now, you're head coach, and you beat out some, some, some intriguing international uh, names to actually win the head coaching role at Maritzburg United, uh, men from as far as Brazil and Netherlands who were applying for the position. Uh, but you brought in Fadlu Davids as well as your assistant coach. Are you confident that uh, he's, he's got what it takes, and are you comfortable with the technical team you've got around you? I, I I knew Fadlu uh, from afar, and when I met him when he was still playing for Vasco, I indicated to him that one day you'll make a great coach. And then we always meet in the tunnels, but I will see him from afar. But after I've met him, I must be honest, I've met such a good guy, such a good coach, knowledgeable, energetic, very young, willing to learn, and we make a very good combination. We don't have big names, but we've got big hearts. Well, one of the names you have brought in is, uh, is the name of uh, Evans Rusike. Uh, anybody in Zimbabwe knows him from his time at Hwangi, but uh, what does he bring to Maritzburg United? And are we likely to actually see him against Chiefs? Unfortunately, my brother, we're not going to see him because of the challenges of our premise. Mm. How much I wish he was available. I think he's one potential player, maybe in the mode of Msona, if I'm not exaggerating. Very good player, working very hard, humble. 
And for me, those are kind of players. If you play for a small team like ours, you must be prepared to work like a, a horse. And he does that. And uh, he, he also scores goals. He's available as a target man. He's very good technically. I'm happy to have him in the club. You're obviously facing the uh, defending league champions and the defending MTN8 champions in the, in the first match of the, the MTN8, but do you feel in a sense it might actually be easier to be facing Chiefs in the very first match of the season rather than later on? Oh, honestly speaking, uh, we, we're playing a great team. We're playing MTN champions, MTN champions, we're playing league champions, we're playing Steve Kombela, a big brand in the African continent. But if you were to play Chiefs, this is the right time. Steve is still new at Kaiser Chiefs. He still has to implant and pass his, uh, his uh, methodology. He signed a lot of players, not like Stuart Parcel season, where he had a lot of players that were there before. I think this is opportunity if you want to go through and win the cup or go to the final, you must go through Chiefs. And this is the right time. Well, uh, it certainly looks like that uh, Maritzburg United have been on the rise in, in recent times, but uh, obviously a lot of credit was given to uh, Steve Compella, but I don't suppose there's going to be too much adjustment for the players from Steve to you. I, I believe your philosophies are fairly sim- uh, similar, but uh, how, how different is it? And, and you know, do you, do you feel you've struggled somewhat with the motivation of the players, or have you just slotted into the role easily enough? Uh, I, I, I to be very strategic. When I was offered the job, one, I met with the technical team members. Whether, one, I didn't want to be selfish and just accept the job. Meet them and find out whether they will be happy with me at the helm. And they give me the note. I went to the senior players. Would they be happy to see me being in charge? And they gave me the note. And the support they've given me from day one I was in charge is amazing. The philosophy and methodology between me and Steve is almost similar. But I'm informed by the analysis that we had last season. If you recall, we were the third best team. But we were the worst, uh, we were the third worst in terms of shots taken at court. For me, that's a message. That one has to work uh, in the final third. One has to work maybe in the passes, in the numbers, in the poll. So I'm going through the report that informs me. I'm not going to change the structure of the club. We work the same way when Steve was here. We share the same philosophy and methodology. But I'm informed about what needs to be improved inside of the club. Well, uh, Mandla, I think uh, you've got your head screwed on right and I certainly wish you the best of luck as you uh, begin your tenure as coach of Maritzburg United. Best of luck as you take on Kaiser Chiefs on Wednesday at F&B Stadium. Thank you so much. I need all the luck, my brother. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me in the show. CSL Radio Show. Big focus, of course, on uh, a few top teams in the MTN8, and one of those teams is, of course, Mamelodi Sundowns. They won the very last domestic cup competition of last season in the Nedbank Cup. Just a few months ago, they take on Bloemfontein Celtic on Wednesday in their quarterfinal of the MTN8. We've got Mamelodi Sundowns assistant coach Mangoa Ngeti on the line. Mangoa, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, my brother. Good evening to the listeners. Thank you very much. Now, it's been a very busy pre-season for you, but it's, uh, it, it seems it's where the team needs to be to sort of challenge for league and, and cup honours. Uh, is that the sense you get from your pre-season so far? Are you where you want to be? Yeah, I'm very happy with the progress we've made uh, in the pre-season. And I believe everything has gone accordingly. 
Look, when you when you get to the end of last season, obviously, uh, despite being Nidbank Cup winners, you, you must have felt that you needed to tweak a few things to, to go on and perhaps win the league title this season. Uh, what, what sort of things were you looking at between May and now? Last, uh, last season, uh, I believe, in as much as we competed very well, but uh, we took a little bit of time before the team jumped, and I think that coach was mainly focusing on making sure that we start the season well, because uh, when we started the season well last season, uh, it's so easy to say that we could have won not only the league, but even maybe the other cups. But uh, our start has always been a difficulty, and maybe because in the past seasons we've had a lot of players coming into the team, and now we've only signed a few, mm. and we believe that is going to propel us into into a better place in the in the league and also in the cup competitions. Okay, so 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 you're basically saying the conservative approach to signing is just uh, there for consistency's sake, ultimately. But you know, some of the Sundowns fans are obviously raising the question about Ali Schwit and uh, you know his leadership ability and his performances as a player. I mean, are you still looking for somebody to step into his shoes, or are you relying on your your current squad to step up? Uh, I I believe we are still looking, but obviously we are not in a hurry because we do have some of uh, the top defenders in the country. One can never really take away the, the impact that Ali had in the team. But we don't want to rush into signing something that may not be even close to his capacity. On the point of the leadership, though, uh, who, who, do, do we have an idea of who Sundowns are going to be giving the uh, captain's armband to this season? Uh, I'd be lying to you. <laughs> At this stage, I, I don't know. But uh, we've got quite a number of leaders in the team. Sakai is one of them. Kennedy Moon is one of them. Chabonjit is one of them. Mpatel is one of them. So we've got quite a, a number of po- possible candidates that can really step in and uh, do the job. And we support whatever decision the coach takes in terms of who exactly does it to do for the team. Well, you talk about the coach, and Pizzo Musimani obviously has given a great deal of praise to, to his technical team over the last couple of seasons. I mean, what's your working relationship like with uh, Pizzo Musimani? No, I see. Beyond the working relationship, we are also friends and brothers. Is he easy to work with? Is he, is he somebody who readily listens to the ideas of others? Do you find it easy to convey some of your experiences to him? I find it very easy because he does give the platform and he's one person that is completely in contrast of what people think of him. He's easy to talk to and he's very open-minded. He listens to other opinions and he's always a student of the same. He always wants to see what the other people are thinking out there and that makes it very easy to, to add value in into the position. Now, you're, you're a champion coach in your own right. You, you've won the MTNA previously as, as head coach. If I can ask you, what do you, what do you place the biggest importance on? The mental side, the tactical side, the technical side of the game? Where's your uh, main focus? Uh, I believe football should be played in totality. Uh, the other thing that we must not forget is that the players that we work with are not just for the process of being at the forest, but they are human beings as the students. And uh, psychologically, it's always very important to make sure that we are in the good space to compete and want to win things for, for the team, not necessarily to play as individuals. 
and uh, that's the one of the fundamental aspects of performance. Then obviously, one will also have to look into the technical aspects of the game, the insights into the game, and maybe talking some ideas within the thoughts of the players, and also the technical development, which may not be something something that you can do overnight, but uh, we have to focus into all these aspects of the game. They play a very big role in deciding who wins and who, who loses. So we, we've never really focused in one specific aspect. Tactically, we have a responsibility. Psychologically, we have a responsibility. Technically, we have a responsibility. And physically, we have an even bigger responsibility to make sure that our players are capable to compete not only in the in this cup that we playing, but for all the competitions that we have, we really need a very firm foundation. Certainly a, a solid philosophy on uh, on football in totality. But let's look at your opponents briefly. What do you make of Bloemfontein Celtic as uh, as opponents on Wednesday? It's a very good team. They don't need any introduction. We know what they did against us last year. They, they were very good on a counter-attacking day on the day. And uh, they put a lot of emphasis on, on the type of soccer they have. In Hang and Damola was very instrumental. And Bukanen is always very clinical in terms of precision in his forward passing game. I believe he's one of the midfielders that has got a very high pass completion rate in the league. And not many people know him, but he's a very critical member of the composition team. And uh, we will have to put a lot of attention to that. And on Saturday, they also have very good players like Gengane, Bilankolo, Franzman. These players are very, very physical and vital in their, in their game on standard situation. So we have to look at them in a, in a very open-minded way into all the aspects of the game. And I believe they are a highly competitive team with a very strong support base behind them. Well, um, I'm going to certainly wish you everything of the best of luck as you uh, begin your MTN8 quarterfinal uh, against the Bloemfontein Celtic. Best of luck for the campaign and indeed for the league season ahead. Thank you very much, my brother, and thanks to all the listeners. PSL Radio Show. It's FM 104-107. We continue talking MTNA's action. And Bitvest, this uh, hosting Supersport United at the Bitvest Stadium at uh, 7.30 tomorrow as the 2015 MTNA gets underway with the quarterfinal stages, of course. Uh, we've got the coach of Bitvest, it's Gavin Hunt on the line. Gavin, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hello, great. How are you, man? All right, sir. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good to have mm. you with the off-season? Uh, yeah, I'm obviously working hard in the pre-season, so um, not much off-season. I've been all around the world, yeah. you know, so... <laughs> That, that was the part I was referring to, the off-season, before I got to the pre-season, yeah, because you don't really yeah. take an off-season, you, you have been uh, a bit of an international nah, team. I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I was away just a little bit for holiday, but uh, pretty much I was in all over Africa looking around, and so it was, wasn't easy. Okay, before we talk about anything else, uh, I know uh, Malawian striker Chikipo Mtsuboy has been on trial, any decisions on whether or not you're going to sign him? No, we haven't taken him, right? No. Okay. Uh, I'm, I think I've had 12 strikers on trial, and <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not easy. Mm. Okay, let's talk sidings. I mean, Supersport United, you think of them, and uh, all you're seeing at the moment is Australian or Australasian quota growing by by the day, it seems. But you've you've brought in an Australasian player, in the, uh, Chris Bright, a New Zealander. Is he, is he likely to feature tomorrow? Is this going to be another story of work permits issues? 
Do I have to tell you? <laughs> uh, the same old story, work permit. Oh. You know the same old story, they stream through our border posts with no work permits, but <laughs> when you do it legit, you can't get a work permit, so I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the, the remainder of the, uh, the, the the faces that you signed, though, I, I was delighted to see you've actually been reunited with uh, Elias Palembe, but uh, what, what, what do your new signings bring as a whole to, to, to the team? You're just beefing up a, a new kiss. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I always felt that, uh, you know, with, with guys like uh, Dane and, and Palembe, who I've worked with before, and who still got a lot to offer, I thought, they, you know, it would be good for the club, and they were free, uh, you know. Um, so um, we obviously engaged in them, and we got them, and I'm very happy that we got them. Yeah, I mean, these are guys that you've won titles with, you won the league title with as well. So how, how competitive are you expecting to be with your, your squad this season? Well, you, you never really know, Dwayne. I mean, you know... You know, it's, people just sometimes get players for the for sake of just getting players. We, we obviously try to get specific positions, and we've looked where we need to strengthen. And you know, we need we need a few more goals all around our team, which we haven't which we haven't had for the last two three years since I've been there. You know, so that has been a problem. So these, I, I know these two guys certainly got goals in them, and they've got um, assists in them as well. That's important. Fair enough. Uh, you obviously would have kept an eye on SuperSport United in uh, in pre-season. Uh, Tusapala in particular, one player who, who looks to be standing out. But Cape Town Cup, they got a bit of a bit of a hammering down in uh, down in Cape Town. But what do you make of SuperSport United going into this quarterfinal? I don't, I don't know. I never really watch. I never watch the game, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's why I say the top eight competition is always a difficult uh, competition because you never know. It's you straight, you straight out and out off the start, and and, and and you know you straight into this. So we'll see. You know, listen after five minutes, I'll see straight away what, what we need to do and what we don't need to do. You know, but at the end of the day, it is difficult the uh, first game out, and but that's like any normal season. You know, Kevin, if I can ask you on a slightly separate note, I mean, you played in a different uh, a different era, but this is the sort of mm. ultra professional modern game that we hear so much about and so much so much money has been thrown around in. Is is it still sort of easy to have a, a fun time with your players? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, we, you know, we got a good we have a good laugh. I'm, I, you know, if you come to work every day and you're, and you're miserable and you and it's only work work, well, you, I think you, you you know it won't last very long. So there's a good vibe in the camp. There's always I always make sure of that, and we have a laugh, and you know we take the Mickey out of each other, and uh, you know so. I mean, I've just now I was taking penalties, I you know against one or two of the players, and you know it's always fun and jokes, and I think uh, it's important to have that. But when I mean, there's a time to work, there's a time to work, you know. Look, in our day, we drank more. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Not and, that these players don't drink. <laughs> and, and you guys, I, I know injury ended your career, but as you say, I mean, you, you, the, the, the point is you lived a different lifestyle back then. And you, you suffered less injuries. You played more competitive games, it seemed. I just, it seems these days they're making <laughs> well, them a little weaker. I think, I think well, I, I'm, a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit old school in, the tra- in training because I think we trained harder in terms of, it was a much more running-based game in terms of, I think we were stronger. Our squads were much smaller. We had 15, 16 players, and we played more games. We played over 40. Because you must remember in those days, the league mm. was 20 teams, sometimes 22 teams. Yes. So we played over 40 games a season, plus the Cups, so nearly 50 games. And we worked, and, 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 and we used to play double headers in those days. We played Friday nights, we play against Vitz, and then Sunday against Chiefs coming up from, uh, from Cape Town, you know. So, you know, and we drank in between, so can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Tra- Travelling, drinking, playing, that sounds like the life. Well, it's like, I was, at, I, was at a, I was at a dinner last the other night, and Frick Tapria was a speaker. Yes. He says, the players train seven days a week now, they can't win a game. We, they used to train once a week, and they used to win more games. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> good old, good old rugby luck. Yes, indeed. Frick the brilliant times gone by. But uh, Gavin, best of luck as you as you head forward towards uh, the MTN8 and the start of the league season as well. Just a, a comment on that: the start of the league campaign. What are your aims? What are your focus? Uh, what's your final no, ambition for is, the league? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sick and tired of saying this. I mean, you just got to take it one game at a time. You can't get ahead of yourselves and start thinking where and how. And, you know, uh, after every game, you can reassess where you are and what you need to do. And, but I think I think the most important thing is to get into a bit of a rhythm early. You know, get games coming, competitive games. Because friendly games never really tell you much. But it's like a derby, even on Saturday, I, I can't watch that because it's it's a, it's a friendly. You know, for me, it's not the right teams. And so until players play really for points and it's it's it's, it's knockouts, it's situations and things like that, then then that's more real. Uh, you know, the real game starts. Even you know, Chelsea and Arsenal. I mean, it's not really a real game, is it? You know? <laughs> You know, even yeah. though there is a lot at stake. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Look, I, as I say, I mean, I, I ask. I know you take it one game at a time, but I also know you're a meticulous planner. You're an ambitious man, and you hate losing. I, I, I know this about you. Well, so. well, if anybody likes losing, then they shouldn't be in this business. Yeah. You know, no, it's a tough business. You got. I, I think you got to be. You got to look at it holistically and, and look at your team, and you know, and, and you're not going to win every game, but you certainly want to be competitive, and you want to be. You know, you want to have a, a plan and what you want to try and play towards what you're trying to play, you know, in terms of how you want to play. And I think that's important. And once you get the rhythm into the team with the new signings, I think, you know, you never know. Well, Gavin Hunt, uh, I wish you the best of luck against Supersports United uh, as you start your MTN8 campaign, indeed your uh, league campaign. I hope to see the uh, new signings looking good. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do well. Okay, thanks, Dave. I'm sure they CSL Radio Show. Leading up to 7 o'clock, that's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Malo is up after the news with a talk shop. Uh, more sport tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witt and Brad Brown back between 6.30 and 7 tomorrow for more sports coverage on SFM Sports Wrap. But from Siobhan Chetty and me, cheers. That was a podcast of the SFM PSL Segunjalo Show. Catch me, Dwayne DeLocker, every Monday and Thursday from 6.30 to 7 p.m.